This episode contains references to domestic abuse. Listener discretion is advised. Last week on Stick Shifts Incorporated. Looks like the flag caused some of your permissions in our system to be reduced. Who are you people? Stop! Let go of me! Aw, we just wanted to play with you a little. Did I really fall asleep at the wheel? I don't know, but it was either that or this Jason guy jumped you. How did you get here before the EMTs did? There are many watchers, Skylar. Listeners, too. They are the story weavers, like I said. And they are all in safe places just like you. I wanted to find any potential connections between H&P and Stickshift Incorporated. Turns out, they're the same thing. No, I had them. I, I had them through the column of water like it was nothing. They're so tall and angry and terrifying. Skylar. But The underwater bunker was completely destroyed. I'm recording now at the top of a mountain. It's kind of misty, actually. We're on some tropical island. He wouldn't tell me which one. <sighs> Said it was safer that way. Anyway, here's the conversation I was about to play before we were attacked. I had my cleaners do a sweep of the entire vehicle after Skylar left. We found a bug in the car. Unbelievable. That's the 45th employee that's been bugged this week. That's not the worst part. This time, the bug was completely camouflaged. It was expert work. Absolutely no seams in the magical illusion at all. That's disconcerting. Who do you think it belongs to? An expert illusionist who also happens to be losing a lot of business recently? Who do you think? Lucy. It's got to be. There's no other explanation. Sure, there are plenty other people with the skills to do it. But not the motive. Precisely. With the way the markets have recently lost faith, given all the scandals and such, Lucy's value is plummeting. And since the organization never planned for this kind of scenario, Lucy's in one hell of a predicament. I think you're right, dear. Sounds like our AI and decals are in need of major upgrades. I'll ask Katie what she thinks. If there's anyone who can create and install countermeasures for this sabotage magic, she's it. Katie, why does that name sound familiar? It's on the tip of my tongue. Ugh. Anyway, it sounds like my old roommate might have been working with this Lucy person, but magic? Like, the whole hocus-pocus thing? If I had found this file a couple of months ago, I would have just assumed that magic is some kind of code. But after the attack last week, and all of the teleporting... I'm not saying magic is absolutely real or anything. Maybe it's some kind of advanced technology, or... Aliens? Or... <laughs> oh god, that's stupid. <sighs> stick to the facts, Skylar. It's the only way to stay sane. Just stick to the facts. Let's try a video file next. Mm, here we go. This is from the administrative office at Alexandria Books. Sarah... One of the managers is seated at a desk surrounded by paperwork. 
Her hair is pulled back into her characteristically tight bun. The door opens and Monica, the other manager, walks in wearing dark sunglasses. There are blue bruises on her arms, neck, and cheeks. What on earth happened to you? Do you need help? Leave me alone. I'm fine. Well, you don't look fine. She gets up from the desk and rushes to Monica's side. Here, let me- Don't touch me! I said I'm fine. Uh Uh-huh. I made the mistake of going home last night, and I- Look, I don't need to justify myself to you. It's none of your business. You're right. It's not any of my business. Was it Lucy? I said I don't want to talk about it. Actually, what you said was- I don't care what I said, okay? I went home last night, it was rough, and now I'm here. End of story. Now, can we please move on? Why'd you go all the way back home? You've got your own apartment right above the shop. If you absolutely must know, I thought that if I reported in and told them about all the success we've had lately that- It doesn't matter. Things are still bad back there, and they're not getting better anytime soon unless I do something about it back here. I can't imagine your hometown being much worse than it already was. Yeah, well, imagine it, miss born with a literal silver spoon in my mouth. I wasn't- Whatever. Word on the street is your hometown isn't quite what it used to be either. What's the matter? Spoon's not as shiny anymore. Bed's not as fluffy. When's the last time you went back home, anyway? My duty is to stay here and guard against- Yeah, yeah, cut the crap. When? When was the last time you went back for a visit? I haven't, but that's because- Don't fool yourself. You can dress it up with all the fancy words and hoity-toity morals you want, but the truth, the truth is you haven't been back because you're scared what you'll find. Plain and simple. Am I wrong? We really need to finish up these reports, and inventory needs to get done today, too. I suggest we get started. (laughs) That's what I thought. There's that name again, Lucy. Going to have to add them to my research queue, but I'll have to tread carefully, especially considering what happened to Monica. Right. Well, no one deserves that. This footage is from a few days after my accident. We're at Kanpai Sushi looking down into the kitchen. Kobe is also working this shift and keeps looking over at me with pitying glances. Are you sure you can carry that? It's pretty heavy. I'm fine, Kobe. The doctors gave me the all-clear days ago. Just let me work. You're right. I'm sorry. It's just... Are you sure I can't help? How about you stop treating me like I'm made out of glass and go wait on your own tables, okay? I storm off. And we're now looking down into the main dining area. My arms are laden with plates piled high with food that I drop off at table number nine. And here you go. Enjoy. I start heading back to the kitchen and then pause. Looks like I just realized that one of my tables has a new guest already. Oh God, I remember this day. I was running on autopilot until- Hello and welcome to Kanpai Sushi. What can I get for- 
What are you doing here? Now, is that any way to greet a guest? No, sorry, detective. What can I get for you today? I'd love to get some answers. But I'll start with Bihyaki Udon and a California roll. I'll get that for you right away. Thank you. Well, and Skylar? Y yes I think it might be time for you to go on break. He's right. I'm definitely going to need a break before I finish the rest of this clip. Everybody has a story, and not all of those stories are clear black and white issues, even when we think they are. We wonder how did this happen, or what is that like, or what happens next? Are you sure you really want to know? This is Ignorance Was Bliss at IWB Podcast. Okay, back to the video. We're looking down in the kitchen again. You can see me patting down all my pockets, desperately searching for something. Whoa, you look like you've seen a ghost. What did that guy want, anyway? Beef yaki udon and a California roll. Oh, right. Beef yaki udon and a California roll. Okay, now where did I put it? Think, think, think. Where did you put what? The card. You lost someone's credit card? No. Ugh. Okay, you're not going to find anything that way. Listen to me, Skylar. Slow down and take a deep breath. There. Now, tell me what's going on. The guest at table eight is the detective that questioned me after Jules Mason died. That's a weird coincidence. It's not a coincidence. He told me he wants answers and that I should go on break. Well, I mean, you really do look like you could use a break. You're not helping. So what are you planning to do? I was looking for the card that lawyer gave me. Uh, Vanessa? Mm, I don't know. Might make you look guilty? It's my legal right. Yeah, I know. But they already determined the death was from natural causes, right? Yeah. That means you're off the hook. Exactly. So what is he even doing here? There's only one way to find out. So, are you going on break? Yeah, I'm going on break. Great. I'll cover your tables and keep an eye on you, just in case. Thanks, Toby. What are roomies for? <laughs> That's rich coming from him. What are roommates for? Don't even get me started. Right. We're looking back into the main dining area, but from a different angle this time. This one has a better view of Detective Marley's table. You wanted to talk to me? Have a seat. I sit, but it's one of those booths that kind of swallow you whole, so it's pretty awkward to watch. I heard you were in a car accident recently. They told me I fell asleep behind the wheel. But I'm fine now. Got my roommate to stop drumming at 3 a.m. so I can actually sleep at night. That's good. Did anything about that accident seem strange to you? Strange? I only ask because Stick Shift Incorporated seems to be having a lot of mysterious car accidents these days. Really? Why would I lie about something like that? Oh, I don't know. Entrapment? I've read up on you, Skylar Henderson. Impressive background. Your grandfather was a world-renowned documentarian, if I'm not mistaken. So? And your educational experiences in journalism, is it not? Yeah, but that was a long time ago. It doesn't have to be. I've read your articles. They could use a polish here or there, but overall, they are quite good. 
You have a talent for uncovering the truth. <laughs> Are you trying to hire me? No. But I am genuinely curious why you're not asking more questions about your employer. Kampai Sushi? Sticks Shift Incorporated. I drive people around and they pay me. What more is there to know? Have you ever ridden with them as a client? Why would I do that? I have my own car. Did you know that they aren't even listed in the phone book? I'm not surprised. Does anybody actually still use phone books? Everything's online. See, but that's what I mean. SSI has no website, no app, nothing. They're like digital ghosts. Where are they finding all of their customers? Hmm, word of mouth? Or the dark web. <laughs> I highly doubt Mrs. Mason logged onto some hidden extra-legal site just to book a ride. This is no joking matter. Sorry, but my break is almost over and I- Here, my card. Uh, Thanks? Give me a call if you notice or experience anything unusual in regards to Stick Shift Incorporated. Trust your gut, Skylar. The universe gave you a good one. You should really listen to it more often. Here you go, sir. Beef yaki udon and a California roll. Let us know if you need anything else. I wish I hadn't listened to him. Trusted him sooner. Well, you can't change the past. Here's a phone call from the same day as my surprise encounter with Detective Marley. Looks like Kobe's cell and... Alexandria books? How did it go? I think it went really well. Do you think they will move on it? It might take some time, but it's most likely our best course of action. I'm so glad you called in that tip. As much as I hate to admit it, Monica's team was effective too. The detective already had his antenna up thanks to all the recent crashes. When I think of all the people they've hurt, may the light forgive us. Oh, don't worry, Sarah. We didn't do anything wrong, and the light does work in mysterious ways, after all. I hope you're right. For his glory. For his glory. That slimy little... What are roomies for? I mean, I'm glad Kobe put me in touch with Detective Marley, but I just hate being manipulated. Besides, it sounds like he and Sarah might be in some sort of cult. The more I uncover, the less I understand. That's not how this is supposed to work. That's not how any of this is supposed to work. <laughs> I bet if I picked a file completely at random, it would make just as much sense as going in chronological order. Like, uh, here, random video. Uh, we are looking down into Mr. Catacosmos's office. He's pacing around the room with his phone on speaker. Just calling to thank you for the advice. It worked! Of course it worked. Things are better now with you and the missus, aren't they? Much, much better. And let me tell you, some of the new tricks you picked up- Someone just entered the room. <laughs> okay, brother. I've seen them somewhere before. I'm glad things worked out, but I have to let you go. A tall, arresting individual with elfin feminine features. They're wearing a flowing purple dress that seems to defy gravity. Katie. Wait. This is the person from that moon video. Thanks for coming so quickly on such short notice. I assumed you'd only interrupt my lunar vacation for something incredibly important. That is an accurate assumption. Here, take a look at this. He hands her the orange goldfish pin that Tony left in my car the day of the accident. A gift? You shouldn't have. Whoa, she, uh, she's reaching out her hand? 
and a stream of blue light is flowing out of her fingertips. The light forms into strange symbols that I don't understand, but these symbols, they're forming like a shell around the pin in Mr. Catacosmos's hand. Hmm, fascinating. The magical shell constricts around the pin and... Ah! Everything just went white for a second. That was really bright. Okay, things are clearing now, and... Hmm. The thing in Mr. Catacosmos's hand looks nothing like the pin he was just holding. Now he's got a single black feather balanced in the palm of his hand. Katie plucks the feather from his palm. Looks like your suspicions were correct. There's no doubt that this is Lucy's work. Katie's brow is furrowed, and she's leaning down, and she just sniffed the feather. But there's someone else's magic here, too. Someone powerful. Any idea who? Hmm. I recognize the scent, but I can't quite place it. The name is... Mm. Right at the tip of my tongue. But you're sure Lucy had help? Oh, absolutely. There's no mistaking it. Could it be one of Lucy's lackeys? Of course. They're all over this, too. But that last one, the powerful magic, it comes from a different company entirely. Which means... Lucy's formed an alliance. I'll need some time to study this and come up with an effective countermeasure. But, until then... She's just closed her eyes and started levitating. I'm not kidding. She's, like, at least a foot off the ground. Oh, God. Her eyelids snapped open, and now her irises are completely white. There's this gentle blue glow of energy slowly building around her floating body. It's really freaky. Rostasia. Okay, There was another big flash of light, but it didn't hurt to watch this time. Looks like she's finished doing whatever it was that she was doing because her feet are back on the ground and her irises are back to their normal... Wait, her eyes are naturally purple? It's not foolproof, but it should add an extra layer of protection for your people. Thank you. And the sooner you can create that countermeasure, the better. He walks over to the phone and... The video cuts out. Wonder who was calling. I'll try to track that down for next time. Until then, I've got a lot to digest. Hey, look at that. I made it to the end of a session without getting attacked or kidnapped. Yay! (laughs) This has been Skylar Henderson reporting live from somewhere on Earth. Domestic abuse can happen to anyone, regardless of age, gender, or income. And the abuse doesn't have to be physical to cause serious harm. If you or a loved one are being impacted by domestic abuse, please see the show notes for a list of resources. We believe you, and you are not alone. This show was made possible in part by our Kickstarter backers, Apocalypse Cowboy on Twitter, Stephen LaFon from the Whichever Path podcast, Dwayne Farver, and 1985 The Podcast by Cherie Madewell. Special thanks to our muse on Patreon, Olivia. Thank you so much for believing in us. If you'd like to support the show, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com ssip. 
You can also support the show by rating, subscribing, and sharing with others. Sharing is caring, after all. Stickshift Incorporated was written, produced, and set in Vancouver, BC, which is the unceded shared traditional territories of the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. This episode featured the voices of Ari Shea, Brad, Brandon Jenkins, Frederick S. Gregory, Haley C. McCarthy, Richard Collins, Stuart Moyer, Takudzwa Sharon Kirimi, and Dietrich Marie Bowie. Music for the show was composed by Anthony Luis Sanchez. If you'd like to hear more of his work, visit anthonyluissanchez.com or subscribe to his YouTube channel, Molto Rubato 88 Think you know what will happen next? Tweet us your theories or hop into our Discord server linked in the show notes. Thank you for riding with Stick Shift Incorporated, the only truly global riding service. If you enjoy space adventures featuring brave and competent astronauts, can you give me a countdown to be ready? A three, two, one. If you enjoy podcasts that are culturally sensitive, I've been labeling stuff aboard the ship at post-its so she can learn a language. I speak English, you bloody. If you enjoy shows with sophisticated humor, well, that's just rude. It's her spacesuit. Then you may not want to listen to Oz9. But if you simply enjoy giggling, Oh, <laughs> you anglers, so snooty about all the everythings. Oz9 may be the show for you. Get it wherever you find the other shows you like to put in your ears. That title is spelled O-Z-Numeral-9. You could certainly do worse.